Hey, I'm Sean, and this is the Growth Code Podcast, helping you to create more revenue, profit, and freedom in your business. I'll be sharing the ideas, knowledge, and tools I've gathered over a career of helping businesses thrive. So welcome, agencies, consultants, and service-based business owners. Let's create that seven-figure business that loves you back. I recently had a conversation with a prospective client and he asked me a cracking question. I love great questions because when we ask better questions, we get better answers. But he asked me if we were short on time and he wanted to get more sales for his business and I could only work on three things with him, what would they be? Corker. The short answer is what I call my triangle of influence. But before I get stuck in, I should mention that I speak with several business owners who want more sales, but they're often missing a big piece of the puzzle. They often don't have a watertight marketing and sales process with the holy grail follow-ups. Whether you, the business owner, is doing all the sales or you have a team, the three P's are important and having a process is really important. Every sales process should include the following steps. And this is true, it will include the following steps if you're selling websites, coaching, enterprise solutions. Bold statement, I know. But every sales process has three distinct phases. You might have more, but they definitely have these three. Throughout each phase, you want your prospect to know that they're important. You care about making a difference to them. And it's not only about making a sale, because remember, selling is serving. So the three phases are, number one, Marketing phase. Here, you're creating content, adding value, educating, and in return, you're creating demand and ultimately generating leads. The next phase is about building rapport, starting conversations, and nurturing or guiding your prospect on a journey to solving their problems. The third phase is where you start the relationship. You're asking them to buy from you. This is where your irresistible offers are placed, depending on what's right for your potential client. So lead generation, educational content, adding value, marketing, building rapport, starting conversations, nurturing, starting relationship is the next step, asking them to buy your offers. And remember, not everyone is going to be ready to buy from you right now. The 3% rule applies to all sales like the law of gravity. Your marketing and sales process is about taking your prospect on a journey of getting to know, love and trust you. In other words, you are reinforcing preference so that when they are ready to buy, you'll be the one they choose. So let's get back to the topic of hand. The triangle of influence or my three P's. Positioning in your niche. Your niche is important The narrower your audience, the better you can get to know them on a deep level because dilution is not the solution. For an agency, consultancy or service-based business, you want to get clarity on what you want to be known for in your niche, how you add value, what you do to help people in your niche audience get the results that they want. You have that something special, that X factor if you like, which is the foundation of your positioning. It's also the nucleus to build a build out your path to profit. And it's important. It's in, in fact, it's so important. I dedicate a whole week to your positioning inside my Clients Like Clockwork program. Niching down is the start by getting specific on who you serve. Having clarity on what you are known for is your positioning, 
your differentiator, your secret sauce. I want you to go so far as thinking about becoming a celebrity in your niche. Think about it. The businesses who are dominant in their market are the ones who are completely recognizable for what they want to be known for in their niche. They work on being seen where their audiences are. They get publicity around the things they want to talk about. They consistently produce relevant, added value content and post where their audiences are. Take a look around at other industries and see if you can spot who the celebrities are or influencers if you like. If I think about creating wow customer experience, I think about Jeff Ram. If I want to talk about funnel software, rightly or wrongly, I think about Russell Brunson. So which celebrities come to mind for you on the things you want to talk about and what are they doing to create noise? I listened to an amazing talk with Sarah Blakely. She was talking with Tony Robbins about her early days in business. In short, she talked about how she eventually got her product Spanx stocked in a retail chain, and it was at that point that the hard work started. She went up and down the country promoting the product in the stores herself, to the point that she, the staff thought that she worked for the retailer, but she didn't stop there. She said she was going to phone every radio station in America and get them talking about Spanx. She did that until she eventually got featured on Oprah's Favourite Things. The takeaway from her story was... When she looked out to the audience and said, is there anything special about what I did? Is there anything I've done that you couldn't do? No, there isn't. So go out there and get it like Sarah. The proof is in the pudding. Proof is the P in my TAPS method when we come to creating irresistible offers in my Clients Like Clockwork program. Great testimonials, results, befores and afters, Showing your formula or proven processes are all ways to show proof. When it comes down to it, proof helps your audience overcome their concerns about making a commitment with you. Your audience needs to be able to relate their story and understand instinctively how you might be able to help them. I always say, why tell someone something when you can show them? The proof is in the pudding. You may have only worked with a few clients, so maybe you don't have an abundance of testimonials or loads and loads of Google reviews, and that's okay. At the early stages, you can be building in asking for supercharged money-making testimonials into your process. Another way to provide proof is to show your audience your proven process. You have success in getting results for your clients, which means you have a core process for doing that. When you break that down, map it out, and create something visual, You can show your audience how you're going to take them from A, where they are now, to B, where they want to go. Once you have that visual representation of your core process, your formula for delivering results, you can name it and package it up. This will become one of your most powerful sales tools. In my business, I've gone so far as taking my two core processes, the growth code and clients like clockwork, and I've trademarked them. Promotion. You can only go so far on referrals. Where do I even begin? Let me start by acknowledging that right now you might be relying on word of mouth or referrals for new business. If you do get a lot of referrals, great. That means people like what you do. But it's a risky little game you're playing and you're keeping yourself on the boom and bust roller coaster. It's time to start building out a marketing pantheon that's going to keep 
promoting your business 24-7. When I work with clients on the growth code, my ultimate goal is to add a new marketing pillar at least every quarter so the business has multiple avenues for bringing in a conveyor belt of new clients. If one pillar falls down, say Instagram goes down, LinkedIn engagement falls, your Facebook gets hacked, Whatever happens, you have multiple pillars still bringing in leads. To start planning your promotional activity, the best place to start is by reflecting on what's working and what's not working. Let's say you've got that pesky Facebook group that takes time but doesn't yield results. I'm going to put that on the not to-do list, as I have actually done this year. Likewise, if that LinkedIn campaign has brought in leads and conversions, you betcha we're going to start optimizing it. It's so much easier starting from a place of momentum rather than getting distracted by all those shiny objects. That reflection should also include looking at your offers. Are you trying to be all things to all people? Have you got offers or services that did not make money or did make money? Simplify things and do a little restructuring as needed to optimize. Next up, Before you worry about new strategies and tactics or the tyranny of how you're going to achieve your goals, that I do know you're already clear on, the biggest tool in your kit is knowing how to plan. And with promotions, I'm not talking about discounts. In fact, for anyone who knows me, I talk about raising your prices, not dropping them. Creating a roadmap of activity and knowing which pieces go where and what order to do things in to move your business forward. If you like a good old-fashioned calendar, use that. If you like a Trello board to plan out your roadmap, well, get started. Making that first entry can be as simple as recording special holidays, projects or times of year when you run certain campaigns to your audiences. If you're stuck on ideas on where to start, I've got tons of ideas and resources in my post, The 5 Musts of Modern Marketing, and you can always grab a copy of Get Sales, which has 29 ideas to promote your business. If you'd like to talk about building out your path to permanent profits and creating a powerful mix of the three P's for your business, DM me on social media, the word growth, or email me hello at workwithshan.co.uk and let's start a conversation. High five. Thank you for listening to the Growth Code podcast with me, Sean Lanigan. If you're ready to crack the growth code for your agency or consultancy business, then DM me on social media, the word growth, or email hello at workwithshan.co.uk. Let's see how I can help you navigate this wonderful, crazy journey of being a business owner and pave your path to permanent profits.